Today is such a beautiful day and it has been raining like crazy in Southern California lately. So I just felt like it was a really good day to talk about something that feels much more vulnerable for me. And I'm really not practiced with talking about this aspect of my life. It's been something that I have kept more concealed, more private, and I feel this need to start discussing it and sharing. I've been a bit reluctant to because I'm scared. And I think really I just have like a lot of things floating around in my brain and trying to make sense of them is a little bit difficult right now because I'm still kind of in this discovery phase. I'm still working on it. I haven't necessarily come to any major conclusions yet. And for me, it feels much more comfortable to share aspects of my life when I feel certain or when I feel like I've come to that absolute conclusion. So if you are listening today, please come in with an open mind and with an understanding that we can all change at any point in time. Because that's the same gentleness I'm going to be treating myself with as I start sharing more of this. It doesn't have to be that what I believe now, I believe even tomorrow. But the process of getting to share that with anybody who wants to hear about it, I genuinely believe that's going to be helpful for me and to anybody who wants to know. Trigger warning, this is an episode where we're going to be talking about spirituality, religion, and the occult. So I have begun building something. And it's so funny because even now as I'm trying to explain it on this episode, I don't even really know what to call it. And I have changed my mind already like a hundred times about how I want to introduce this into the world. But basically, I have been on a spiritual journey, right? I've shared with you the deconstruction phase quite openly. And I think it's also important for people to hear about the reconstruction phase. This is the aspect that feels so vulnerable to me because... I don't know exactly what I feel or how I feel about it. And depending on the day, that changes. But I've started to kind of find a groove of things that I do believe and I do feel more and more certain about and that feel genuinely authentic to me. And if I could really describe this, if I had to put a name to it, I would call it inner authority. Now, there's lots of methods that I have used to arrive at this place. And I think all these tools and these methods are extremely important and useful as well. But that doesn't mean that they're going to be the same tools that are useful for you on your journey. But that journey being reaching an inner authenticity. Reaching an inner knowing and really embracing that inner authority that is innate to every being on this planet and can never be gatekept from you. So I say this because my path has been one of deconstructing religion, structured spirituality, 
spirituality that is not owned by you, but is offered to you for a price. Whether that price be in the form of money, tithing, etc., fasts and offerings, or if that price be in the form of freedom. And what I've really come to firmly feel strong and standing in is this belief that I will no longer be allowing outside sources to guide my life. That the direction of my life can only be guided through me and through my very innate, natural-born inner authority. And this has become extremely valuable, but also important to share. And I have felt the strings of my heart being pulled as I feel this need to answer the call. This has become, in a way, a discovered purpose of my life. A culmination point of realizing how deeply important this is to me. And because I can feel that deep resonance with this concept, how important it is then to also share it. And to invite anybody else who feels resonant in this way to join in this conversation, to join in this growth process that I'm going through. So I've been trying a lot of things over the last like four years even. I, as you all know, I've been doing EMDR therapy, EFT therapy, religious trauma therapy. I've been experiencing an entire holistic health and wellness journey with my naturopathic doctor and learning about concepts like food being medicine, as well as meditation, breath work, the ways to recognize and dismantle the unnecessary stress in my life that all contributes to my PTSD. And overall, just entering into a life that genuinely feels fulfilling to me. And you know what's required for that is knowing who the fuck I am. That deep, deep inner parts work. Sitting in those extremely uncomfortable feelings and learning how to observe without judgment. And it's crazy trying to take all of this, all of this information, all of this stuff that I've just put into practice and that I've like trial and errored and now just introducing that in a sentence or even in a word, right? That has been so terrifying. And sometimes I've had to struggle with it feeling very confining. How do I describe my experience and my evolution and my immense rapid change to someone else? And that was kind of the intent, the purpose of starting this podcast, right? To kind of be like a diary, to document that change and to really give real life examples to these concepts that feel so foreign. 
it's like your logic brain knows your your logical brain can understand why these things would be helpful and why that change would be a good thing but it's it's that your heart has to catch up and that happens that heart part happens when you actually do the shit consistently when you just do it and you do that trial and error work and you really commit to changing your life and changing your belief systems and really commit to re-knowing and reintroducing yourself to that innermost part of your soul of who you are and why you are living the life that you are living right now and why it is unique and why it is necessary to the benefit of the world around you why did your soul choose the experiences that it has had and will have in this human dirtbag body what was so important about that what was so important about this life expression that your soul picked it and maybe you don't believe that this is what i believe you're here you're listening to my my episode this is what i believe right So what is it about that that the world needed right now? Because that is also my belief. That every single human on this planet, their soul chose to come here right now because in some way or another, they were growing as a human to not only better themselves, but to better this world. And as somebody who has struggled with going through a religious deconstruction, and wondering what the fuck is the point <laughs> what is what is the point of being here of experiencing this pain this heartbreak what is the point and i i think ultimately for so many of us this is a common question i mean this is this is how mormonism let alone probably every other religion functions right they they prey on this question and the people who are asking it they tell you they can answer that for you and that deconstruction of those answers that felt so safe yeah it it, exactly that right it became unsafe it felt like my world and my life were no longer safe and the purpose behind i was doing everything i was doing and the choices i was making and the person i was becoming all became null and void or at least that's how it felt so as i've been grappling (laughs) with this like i said it sounds a little scatterbrained right in my heart and in my mind i know these pieces all connect and i'm just trying i'm searching for the way to express and communicate that connection to others and that has been difficult And there have been some things that I've really landed on lately that have felt intuitively good to me. It's interesting as I've gotten the chance to explore these things and how I feel in relation to them, you get to see the extremes of all sides, right? So living in religion and religious patriarchy, it opened my eyes up to the extremes and to the cult-likeness of these things, which then started opening my mind up to 
the same issues that were happening in other realms and other spheres. So politics being a great example, um, government. And then as I moved towards a more spiritual mindset instead of religious, it was the occult. And seeing how the occult can also be a cult. And how no matter which area of life you are exploring, there are always people who are going to take everything to the extreme. People who are unhealed. Who haven't had to do that deconstruction work yet. Who still try to use and abuse people and systems around them. For their own benefit and gain. And probably aren't even aware that they do that. So I've begun building my spiritual toolbox, I guess. The reconstruction of my spiritual beliefs. And as much as I have found people and places that kind of scare me, (laughs) I've found a lot that actually really resonate with me too. And it's so funny how the rebuilding of my spiritual systems really have required me to once again go inward and start confronting my triggers. Last year, I created a moon circle for women in my local area. And it started off as just something that I was like, you know, I don't really find moon circle. I haven't found a moon circle around here that I really enjoy And it didn't, you know, pass the vibe. (laughs) And I was like, so you know what? Let's make one. And at first it was super popular, hit it off. And then it started dwindling in numbers, especially as the winter months came on. And I realized I had to start making some changes to the way I was running this program. Because if I didn't, the program would die. I also had so many people who were telling me what an amazing system it was that they were so glad to be joining, that it was really helpful, that they were making friends, that they were finding people who had gone through similar things to them. I felt the same way. And I realized that I needed to take ownership and step into a leadership role. And that felt very uncomfortable for me. As I felt like I really needed to step up that people were literally point blank asking me to step up and be more of a leader. It felt uncomfortable because I grew up in a cult. Because I grew up in a place where spirituality was abused. I grew up in a place where somebody did decide that they were gonna step up and be the leader. And they abused that leadership role. They became a tyrant. They put others below them And they made spirituality into something that was not accessible. So I was afraid of becoming like that. I knew that these systems had been ingrained into my psyche from literal birth. And I was afraid of creating a system that was akin to the one that I had left. But I've been working on it. I have been changing the system. I have been stepping into a leadership role and an educator role. And I have found a passion there. I really love it. And I realize these parts of me have always existed. 
And that even in my old church system, I was desperately trying to step into these roles. I love acting as a leader and as a guide and as a mentor. I love learning and then turning around and sending all of that education out. I love to teach. I love to learn. And these things that were so innately just a part of who I was were so misused by that system. And now I've gotten this opportunity to put them back into practice for the people who specifically come and ask for them in a way that is not forcing anybody to participate and in a way that is accessible and open to teaching people how to do the very same thing for themselves. That self-empowerment has been so key in my life. And I realized my passion was in doing that same thing for other people. Opening them up to that self-empowerment and igniting that power. Showing them that it exists and that they don't need me or anyone else to keep that fire burning. And along the way, I have discovered tools that also just resonate with me. I have now become Holy Fire Reiki certified, and I have started offering sessions. And most vulnerably, I have actually been tapping into my psychic gifts. These gifts have been very obvious in my family members as well, as they have been for me since I was young. I used to be so, so afraid of them, and I have found so much power in the acceptance of that truth. Just being able to admit that and openly say that I have psychic gifts, that's even just difficult for me to admit. It can feel so difficult to say out loud and to admit to you as a listener. But as I've gotten the chance to try and to experiment and to find evidences, this is what helps me to feel more and more confident and responsible in not only admitting this to myself and the world, but then to offering these services to other people. And I take that so very seriously. And I know that not everybody does. I know that you can have bad experiences with Reiki practitioners or therapists or doctors or churches. And I think that has really been something that I have begun to accept as a superpower for myself. Because I know that, because I have experienced that firsthand, because I have fallen into the deepest pit of despair because of those things, I, I think I know, I really feel that I know a little bit better now how to help other people who have also been there. And it is continual growth, right? I have no, in no way arrived to like a pinnacle knowing. But I have arrived to a form of authenticity. And you know, I think that is all that I need to say for today. I have many more thoughts and my brain is chewing on stuff. But for now, I just want to thank you for listening, for being here in spirit with me. And I hope you know how much I feel that. How much it really genuinely means to me when you reach out and let me know that an episode touched your heart or that you felt connected 
And if nothing else, I hope that I can help people in this world to feel the same. I'll see you at the next episode.